This is Hannah and Elisa, and this is Learning the Magic. Okay, do you want to share the good news? Oh my gosh, you need to do the honors. No, I want you to. Really? Yes, I want you to. Okay, drum roll please. (laughs) We have reached 50,000 downloads. So amazing. It's like the office when Michael Scott has like his oh. little boombox playing um, Cafe Disco. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Everybody we... dance now. We are so excited. Thank you guys so much for oh listening to us. Like we are just blown away. Yeah. Blown a little, away. Bit, little bit over a year. But we actually hit it last week, the Tuesday before the underrated episode with Ashley Dixon hit it. But I really wanted to wait to announce it with Elisa because this is our podcast. (laughs) And we also didn't want to share on Instagram yet because we wanted to celebrate with you all first. Yes, we did. So if you are listening and you are hearing this amazing news, we want to celebrate with you. So DM us and together so we could do like the little fun celebration emojis yes so what we want to do or what we are going to do is we're going to do a giveaway for hitting 50,000 downloads and telling you all first we're going to give you an advantage to enter this giveaway before anyone else and so all you have to do to enter is leave a five-star rating and review so yes if you've already left one just leave another one and we talked about doing a code word so that you get an extra entry as being a listener. So yeah. that you have like a one up of people after in about a week we're going to post on Instagram. So we haven't come up with a code word yet. What should it be? I know. I, I've been thinking about the code word. Should it be like Lincoln? Lincoln <laughs> would be yes. so good. I was thinking Lincoln, cream cheese. <laughs> Gross. No. Can you imagine? <laughs> How would you work in cream <laughs> cheese into it? turkey leg so they you have to figure out how to work in the code word into a review or you can just be like lincoln at the end exclamation yes all yes yeah however you want to work it in it doesn't have to make sense it'd be funny i think like the like throwing it in for it not to really fit very well would be really funny actually so um what do you want the code word to be Lincoln would be fun. I feel I feel like we we talk so much about Lincoln. We do. Great moments with Mr. Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Let's do it. Even on other podcasts we've talked about this attraction. We have. Okay. Yeah, he is he is brought up a lot. Okay. The right. code word is Lincoln. So when you leave the five star rating in review with the word Lincoln, you'll get an extra entry into the giveaway. Also, please don't forget to be following Elisa and I on Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram, no worries. Just go ahead and send the podcast an email just saying like, hey, I left a review. I don't have an Instagram. And that email is learningthemagicpod at gmail.com. And then we also have a couple of things that we're thinking of doing for like bonus entries. So once we share on Instagram in about a week, if you share your favorite episode on stories, we'll also give you another entry. Yeah. Bonus entry. And then, so I guess we should probably tell them what the giveaway will be. I know. I was just <laughs> say, are you going to tell them? What so it we're going to do a 50 
I almost said 50,000. I don't have that kind of cash. A $50 gift card <laughs> to Disney. I feel like, dang, I am entering this giveaway for 50K. <laughs> a, a $50, five zero uh gift card to disney and then one of bachelor ever after co's bracelets one of yeah. the bangles from the Lux collection so yes and if you are that. a male and you win and you're like i don't need a bracelet you can gift it to the disney loving gal in your life yes or and if that you would don't, be very nice if you don't have one of those fine we'll one. talk we'll, no. we'll figure something out we <laughs> we'll will figure, figure something out we'll figure something out for you and then yeah. yeah so we'll work that all out but yeah so Absolutely. we want to give our listeners the first opportunity to enter the giveaway and bonus opportunities to enter the giveaway so use the code word lincoln when you leave the review on apple podcast <laughs> and then as we know spotify does not let you leave reviews besides a ratings so just dm us on instagram or send us an email at learning the magic pod at gmail.com and we'll work that out also just screenshot your uh rating on spotify and we'll work that through but yeah, yeah. we are so beyond grateful so excited very it's it was a great way to start 2024 it was and, and I feel like this is the motivation we need to just keep showing up every week and bring mm-hmm. you fun episodes like it just kind of remapped our uh, podcast calendar because yes. a lot of you have been giving feedback of what you want to hear mm-hmm. so this just all is very exciting to us and we can't mm-hmm. wait to have a wonderful 2024 podcast yeah exactly. and we have big plans for one day when I get a phone that has more storage we have oh, yes <laughs> that's literally like one of our next steps <laughs> for the podcast is waiting for me to get more storage for my phone so I've got like four more months and yeah we'll announce the next thing but yeah we have a lot of big ideas a lot of grand ideas um thank you everyone for your support like we yeah. had a lot of people after we had Ashley Dixon on the podcast last week reach out say like people I've never heard from like I don't even think they follow us on Instagram being like I love your podcast yes. I listen to it every week and I was just like what I know <laughs> more you guys all listen to us like it's it's incredible and we're so thankful for yeah you all like it wouldn't Absolutely. be possible without you so yeah. fun thank you everyone yeah. and we just hope that you enjoy <laughs> all these episodes this year because we have a fun filled action-packed year of fun episodes I feel like we're just gonna just do them and have a good time Mm -hmm. laugh and have more inside jokes I wonder what the inside joke of the podcast will be this year last year it was like pew 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 yeah and Lincoln and just a lot of cream cheese references so (laughs) red this year has in store (laughs) yes yeah so yeah I'm just elated it it was really hard to keep it in for the past week being like oh my gosh we hit this milestone but we have to celebrate and we will with with the gram next week but we want to celebrate with you all this week so Thank you again for all the love and support. Yeah, thank you. And we appreciate it so much. So now it's time to talk. There's not a lot of Disney news. We're going to go from this really high, like we hit a big milestone, (laughs) to now we're going to say, how are you feeling about the Haunted Mansion closure? Yeah, okay. So tell me, (laughs) because if you haven't seen, well, it's Wednesday, Hannah made a really good reel today of this closure. So everyone's all up in a a tizzy because Mm -hmm. of what 
what happened today that we didn't know prior to this? Something so happened, I th- right. I think people knew, but it's it's just like really now hitting home. So every January, Haunted Mansion will close because they're tearing down, not tearing down, they're they're taking off the overlay, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. So this is normally when it goes down, but the change now here is that this is an extended refurb because they're extending the queue line that's mm-hmm. outdoors in Haunted Mansion. And then they're also adding a Madame Leota themed shop towards the exit. So think of like Memento Mori that's at Walt Disney World if you've been to to Walt Disney World they're adding a shop and this is frustrating people that it's going to be extended refurb because it's all outdoors so yeah go ahead I think you're gonna say what I was gonna say okay well I'm just confused because every like you had broken the news (laughs) to me at least you broke the news a while ago about this happening and Mm -hmm. we knew that it was gonna have um, a refurb to about what the end of this calendar year they were saying that oh yeah. Haunted Mansion might not have its overlay but they were making it sound like it were it was going to come back at the end of the year at mm-hmm. least by like September August right yes um but now today people they've used the word indefinitely yes <laughs> and I think that is what is triggering people and so yeah. I feel like that verbiage is different than what they were using uh, like a couple months ago or a month yes. ago when they dropped the news. Yeah. So indefinitely when you say that, when you see that with a refurb, that is just like Disney talk for like, there's no date. Date. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't mean like Haunted Mansion is never, ever ap- like opening ever again. It's just, there's yeah. not a date on it. Just like Tiana's Bayou is an indefinite refurb right now. There's no date saying it, but yeah. like where about a month ago, they were saying it could be early fall, late summer reopening of haunted mansion now there's news outlets like the san francisco gate which is like a news blog that is actually pretty reliable that i've used for other things is saying now there's rumors that it's could even be until 2025 that and here's the thing is i think what people were hoping for when they first announced is like okay you know maybe they're gonna have they're gonna work on the portion to where at least we can get back in line for the ride to operate at Mm -hmm. some point but now it it seems like disney doesn't want to promise that could happen but it always could i just think that they are going to be doing so much that it's going to be really hard to operate and for safety purposes with like around all that construction, mm-hmm. I think they're like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, no, we should probably not give a date because we all know how construction goes on normal things. But throw in like an amusement park in Southern California where the weather is literally hot and cold one minute and rainy, but sunny the next. Like we just never know. So mm-hmm. and I'm think not shocked, of, but think of what happened in the beginning of 2023 with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. There was unexpected rainstorms, kind yeah. of what's happening right now in the Anaheim area, and they yeah. had to delay the opening. Even when Magic Happens was opening again for 2023, because of the rain on opening day, they couldn't oh, that's actually, right. yeah, they couldn't have Magic Happens. So you had all these bloggers <laughs> and Instagram influencers <laughs> that were in town and didn't get to see these things that they were there for so yeah yeah they they try to hold off on putting a date for a while but you also had the idea that what if they're not going to open it because there's a rumor that 
they're not even going to take off the nightmare before Christmas overlay. So I haven't been oh, in the park because it just went down. We were recording the 22nd and went down today. Right. I don't know. Are they tearing down all of the outside nightmare before Christmas stuff or are they leaving it up? That's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. There's been rumors that like they're going to refurb the inside of the ride that what if they keep the overlay up in mm-hmm. like forever? Like, I don't think they would keep it up. They're not going to, I will I would bet like all my money that they're not going to keep the overlay up. Um, Even if it were just to keep it up for the next holiday, can you imagine how like gringy and gross it would get like out for like a whole year (laughs) just out and about? I don't know. I don't think it's just like the normal overlay. Like that's out here, but but there's no one riding the ride. But think about everything that they're adding to the queue and to, like, the Madame Leota. Like, they're not going to throw in this, up like, this movie, a different movie, on top of the movie that they're trying to promote. Like, I feel like they're really trying to hone into the Haunted Mansion movie that they mm-hmm. just made. Which, if you haven't seen it, it's a really good movie. Really good, yeah. I'm going to say I- it, Hannah. I think it's better than the Eddie Murphy one. Don't kick me off of the podcast. It's very two different types. I movies. think it's, I like them both equally. I think for nostalgia, I appreciate yes. Eddie Murphy one, but I do think they did a really good job with yeah. the subtle, like the Eddie Murphy one, they kind of created their own storyline from yeah. the, what the ride is just a base, kind of like the, what they did with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. they created new characters with like, but there was still a Master Gracie where yeah. the 2023 Haunted Mansion was like, so much deeper deeper and like in the real lore of really the walt walt disney world's haunted mansion yes the disneyland that i appreciated how they tied everything in together like they did a very good job i think it was so good yeah so good and so i think to that end i think the refurb that they're doing for the the lion queue and then the madame leota shop they would not leave a different whole different type of movie as the overlay during all that yeah, that's a good point. I'm actually to kick it off. Interested you know? to see maybe we have a friend going in the parks tomorrow, the day after the closure. Maybe we can ask Bree and ask her if yeah. she notices anything. But when we were there for the half marathon weekend, they were already had part of the queue cordoned off and they were did. working on it before the ride even went down for refurbishment. So they they were like on top of it, getting to it even before closure. So I'm yeah. with them for doing that. It's refurb month. City Hall is up all like up in um scaffolds. If you walk in on the left side, you should be agreeing with me, Hannah, if you've truly walked in on the left hand side. Did you I see did, City Hall? But they didn't have that while we were there. Really? Yeah, there's nothing. I went the day after you. Oh, really? Yeah, it was huh. all up. You can't, you can't even like see the entrance to City Hall. So, I will I mean, say everything's when, going into refurb right now. Yeah, I will say when we went on the left side, it was at a point where Kylie and her husband Colin were like, "You're not supposed to enter on the left side." So I was probably distracted by being like, Maybe. "Nope, this is what we're doing in 2024. We're entering." Yeah, we're left entering side. left side. Strong yeah. side. Another Disney movie reference. Remember the Titans? If you have not seen it, go do it now. Or I'm not your friend. <laughs> that is such a good movie that is one of the best disney movies like sport movies of our oh, time oh absolutely one of the best sport oh movies. yeah okay 
Um, yeah, so that's the biggest thing I think going on at Disneyland right now is with the Haunted Mansion closure. That means Pirates of the Caribbean is on Genie Plus now. <laughs> New Orleans Square is going to be empty. So that's going to be a great place if you're going with your younger kids to go let them run around. Yeah. When we were there last year for the gumball rally and Haunted Mansion was down with, well, was Splash down at that time? Splash no, down not yet. yet. But it was still empty over there. So you got plenty. You got plenty of room to let your kids run amok over in cool. New Orleans. Go run over to Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. That one too. Okay. And also freshly baked. I am watching his podcast or his podcast, his Instagram closely because mm. he was going to do like see the difference between um, standby with Pirates of the Caribbean and Genie Plus. So if you're interested on how that's affecting adding Pirates of the Caribbean to the Genie Plus system, make sure you watch him because Freshly Baked is very good about recording like the changes in the park. So that's a plug. For I have a, a really question. Yeah. Yes, I agree. A thousand percent. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think that they will ever take Pirates off of Genie Plus? Oh, yeah. I think as soon as Splash and Haunted Mansion come back, they'll... You think? Yeah, because Pirates of the Caribbean is a people eater. Like, you can load... I think it's, like, hundreds of people every hour into Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, this being on Genie Plus, from, like, the research I've read, is going to impact crowd levels significantly in, in like, a negative way. I feel like that's kind of happening with Little Mermaid. Like, that is usually yes. such a walk-on ride. And if you mm-hmm. are waiting, it's, like, 10 minutes. But now that they have Lightning Lane. Now it's not. Yeah. Yep, oh. it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah, so the argument in the Disney community right now is that instead of adding parts of the Caribbean to Genie Plus, they should have reduced the amount, like, the cost, the dollar amount for Genie Plus during this time. Since Splash is down, which is a Genie Plus ride, and Haunted Mansion, which is another. Or, like, add Rise. Of the resistance. Yeah, they make too much money with the individual lighting lane to do that, though. Yeah, Daniel pays every time we go. (laughs) (laughs) Walt Danzy. Walt Danzy, yeah. He loves that ride and refuses to wait in line. So, Uh, okay. I see. I see how that could be Mm -hmm. a forever (laughs) lightning lane. For individual lightning lane. Yeah. Yeah. So, other big news that just dropped... The downtown Disney district expansion. Did you see that today? Yeah, I literally was looking at it like an Mm -hmm. hour before we got on and I was blown away. Blown away. So they are making Earl a sandwich into a two-story restaurant? Question mark. (laughs) That's Um, so silly. It's so silly. It's good. The sandwiches are bomb. But two stories? I don't know. Parkside (laughs) Market is going to be like walk it kind of like a food court but they're making it fancy so it's going to have four restaurant concepts they're going to have soul sister which we knew about sip and saunder the chicken shop and then a second story bar and then they also announced peso and centrico and then a brand new restaurant tan tan, uh, i can't can't say it either tandita which is and these are all upscale mexican restaurants so there's now going to, I don't know if Pesos and Centrico is one restaurant or if it's two. That was a big question I had. I was like, I don't know how to read this. Is, this is that the one that was on, is on like the, um, the wall when you walk by Black Tap? Oh, I don't know. I haven't paid attention. 
Because there's like a fancy high-end advertisement for one of the new Mexican restaurants. And I was like, is this going to be taking over Tortilla Joe's? Yes. And these are the upscale Mexican restaurants are taking over for Tortilla Joe's. That's so sad. So that'll be it. As long as they have good margaritas. I mean, I don't know. Tortilla Joe's is just such nostalgia for us. Yeah. So um, and I also wanted to talk about the stage situation. Yeah. So I was really excited to see it, and then I saw it, and I thought, hmm, that's weird. (laughs) Because it's not like it's on one far end, and there's actually a back to the stage. It's literally in the middle, so it separates the walkway in downtown Disney, where, like, and then the grass area. Yeah. So Kylie and Colin have a friend that I've actually performed on that stage, and he's like, it's really weird when you're performing, and your back is to the crowds that are walking through downtown Disney. And then, like, someone's taking a picture literally, like, a foot behind me. And I can't see them because my back's to them. Because I'm facing the grass. That's weird. I was like, mm, that is weird. As soon as I saw it, I went, that's not how I thought it would be. Yeah. Okay, I think the only other thing to talk news. Do you want to talk foodie guides? There's a foodie guide. <laughs> Oh, my oh, the Valentine's goodness. one. The Valentine's one. And <laughs> Lunar New Year. You pull up Valentine's, I'll pull up Lunar New Year. Oh, I thought we already talked about Lunar New Year, no? Did we, we didn't. talk about it? Mm. We talked about the Asian beef burrito. That I know. Yeah. Valentine's Day, Disneyland Resort has come out with a foodie guide for pretty much like February 9th to the 14th, I think. Just, But some things are, no... Because some things are going to be, I think, is it just the week of Valentine's Day? Yeah, some things will just be the week of Valentine's Day. And then some of them will just be at Sweetheart's Night. Let's talk Sweetheart's Night for a second. So Sweetheart Night talk, bleh, bleh, bleh. Sweetheart's Night actually started on the 23rd of January. And it's all sold out. So unfortunately, you cannot get tickets to that. There's a ton of unique characters at Sweetheart's Night that I thought was interesting. So there'll be like Big Al in Critter Country, the space couple in Tomorrowland, which I think was at Throwback Night last year. And then Stitch and Angel will be at the dance party. So like I said, this is a sold out event. If you want to go to Star Wars Night and Pride Night and you are worried about getting tickets, reach out to me. I can help you get tickets in the future so you don't miss out because these after dark events or what do we call them? Yeah, after dark events. Yeah. Right? After dark parties, they sell out fast. So having a travel planner helping you is like best case scenario. So let me know yeah. and I can help you do that. A hundred percent. So from February 9th to the 14th over at DCA, you can grab Claire Bell's hand scooped ice cream. I don't think this is brand new. I think they definitely had this last year. They also have the ice cream Mickey ear hat bowl with the Valentine's Sunday in it. That's new. So that one, remember, do you remember my story about the, the, it wasn't the hat bowl. It was the sink, the kitchen sink. Oh yeah. And I was like, I had to like wipe it out. And you're like, no, there's an insert in there. Yeah. So, <laughs> just, you know, if you guys get that cool hat, don't think you have to go to the bathroom and clean it out. It probably has a little plastic thing lining in there. Uh, there's Valentine's Day Sunday. This is all at Clarabelle's hand scooped ice cream over at DCA Lamplight Lounge. We have some fun alcoholic beverages that you can go sip on while you are looking out over the empty (laughs) waters 
<laughs> I don't know when they're going to fill those back up after the World of Color refurb. Oh, yeah. Um, It looks so silly right now. Okay. And then over at the, the resorts, if you guys have ever gone into the Grand Californian, they have the, they're like dessert cart. And this is going to be where you can find a bunch of stuff. So you don't even have to go into the actual, you know, parks for this. They, they're going to have some really cute cookies, um, Mickey shaped cookies. They have like the, oh, what are those called with the, like the, not jelly in the middle, fingerprint cookies. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay, they yeah, have yeah, those, yeah. but it's like Mickey chocolate covered strawberries. The heart shaped Mickey and Minnie cookies, though, have like their outfits. It looks adorable. Um, cupcakes, donuts, um, over at the Hearthstone Lounge. So from February 1st all the way through the 29th, they're going to have a pink lady. It's a Smith, Sip Smith gin, like an alcoholic beverage, um, Apple Jacks, lemon juice, liquid, alchemist, uh, grenadine, sea foam, and Lexarado cherries. Lexardo? Lexardo cherries? Sounds intense. Let us know if you try it. (laughs) And then, yeah, the rest of the food on here is going to be Disney After Darks for, like, the Sweethearts Night, which is sold out. (laughs) Of course, like, they would have, like, some really awesome-looking food. Chocolate Strawberry Sunday um, at Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor. They're going to have some Burning Love beignets. So, like, if you're looking at the picture, it has, like, beignets shaped as hearts, and it just looks so cute. Oh, I love it. Fried Heart-Shaped Ravioli at Cafe Daisy. Like, oh, that's probably gonna be so good. I love Cafe Daisy. Me too. Amorita tacos for Ranchero del Zocalo, (laughs) Diana's favorite restaurant. Um, me and you, me and you, Bay beignets from the Mint Julep Bar. So cute. So, a bunch of fun stuff. Um, if you are going to Sweetheart's Night, tag us in your food stuff. I want to see, but right now. Until February 19th, over at the Beignet Express, they have strawberry icing dusted, like, strawberry sugar uh, beignets. Really? Yeah, but a couple mm-hmm. friends have tried it, and they're not fans. So, yeah. Huh. Bunch so. of fun little things, I think. Um, oh, novelty. So, at Sweetheart's Night, they're going to have a polka dot Valentine Mickey-shaped balloon bucket like a popcorn oh, bucket it looks so cute it looks adorable but let me tell you in the past we've seen it i think a couple times um exclusive merch to after dark events if they don't if they aren't sold out they sell them in the parks mm-hmm. so there's a really good chance you can get this bucket i think it's super cute um there's a bunch of cute rice crispy treats that are currently available at like all the you know standard places so yeah I'm going to try to snag some cute Valentine treats if I go on Sunday. That'll be good. And if you have any of that, those Bashfully Ever After Valentine's bracelets, they'll look really cute with some Valentine's Day food. Good plug. You showed Hannah 10. Ooh, Hannah 10, Hannah 10. Um, So I'm going to play Elisa, and I already have the Lunar New Year foodie guide up. Ooh, I want to look at the pictures while you talk about it. Okay, so Lunar New Year Festival is at Disneyland from January 23rd, so started Tuesday through February 18th. I'm really excited because I realized I'll actually be there for Lunar New Year. So Austin and I are going to spend a morning, or Sunday morning at DCA so that we can see Lunar New Year for the first time. And you have to eat the food. I feel like this is one of 
like one of their better food festivals. Yes. So they do have a sip and savor pass, just like they do for the Wood and Fine Festival. <laughs> and it comes with a six cube. It's just like natural. I don't even it think is. about it anymore. So a, com- a couple of the things they have that I actually wanted to like highlight is they have a strawberry milk tea macaroon, which is strawberry buttercream with milk tea center, which actually sounds really good. As Are you that really going like- to try that? I don't probably not because I know how I feel about macaroons, but it sounds actually good. Uh, Hannah, this is a macaron, not oh, a macaron. Okay, get it okay. right. Kinder corner, let's go. David Vaughn taught me. <laughs> one of his reels, the so they have, they have a ton. I'm just gonna keep going. They have a yeah. ton of drinks. I'm not gonna read all of them off, but there's like a lot. There's lunar, lunar, lunar oh my gosh, lunar New Year punch. <laughs> lunar punch cocktail they i think what the big thing that is going to be there's a mickey shaped macaroon macaron 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 straw clip it even has a limit of two per person per transaction no discounts apply so that's how you know it's going to be on and popping yeah I'm really excited about garlic noodles at the longevity oh. noodle co yes um lucky eight lantern is going to have quesadilla egg rolls those are good yeah they're so good but they're like tiny, so you get it and you don't share. Like you there <laughs> because they're they're small. It literally see the picture, like that's all it is. Oh, it's, it's just little it's tiny. tiny. It's okay. one egg roll cut in half. So just just no. And, and just so you guys know, it's looking like the Mickey shaped macaroon straw clip macaron straw clip is served at every single booth. So oh, I'm seeing that over and over. There's gonna there's gonna be bow buns. They have Red Dragon Spice Traders has spicy fried rice with tofu and crispy peas. That actually looks really good. Mm. A guava whiskey cocktail. Actually, I think Austin would really like that. There was something that I saw. I'm trying to find it. So this is just right now. This is just the sip and savor, like the booths for Lunar New Year. So throughout DCA, they have a bulgogi pizza at Boardwalk Pizza. Which sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the cappuccino cart, they're gonna have a green tea. Ho- <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh! Green you can't tea. Can't do my job. You I can't do my job. <laughs> a green tea horchata, non-alcoholic. But they have a ton. Lamplight Line's gonna have spicy dandan noodles, mm-hmm. and milk tea and taro donuts, and a Lunar New Year cocktail. Whenever lamplight puts out a specialty cocktail it's always delicious so if yeah, you drink really good. alcohol they're super good they'll also have a lunar new year cocktail for the boardwalk so there's two different oh no they're the same they're the same never mind they just okay. have them separate on the two separate menus and then i really want to talk about all the different specialty churro their churros they're gonna have yeah let's oh hold on wait 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 you skipped pim's test kitchen is gonna have a new cold brew hannah hood oh my goodness almond cold brew yes Almond cold brew, almond milk. Yep, I'm there. And red foam with blue and gold sugar. Yes, I'm getting this one. Is it available? Okay, I'm getting this one Sunday. This doesn't look super great to me. It's going to be amazing. I have faith that you are going to try it and like it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they have the almond milk because your girl can't do the regular milk. Okay. Oh, that's true. calling my name. So I'm going to read off specialty churros. So there is going to be a strawberry green tea churro, 
Interesting. That's interesting. Cinnamon sugar dusted green tea, cinnamon sugar dusted churro with strawberry cream sauce mm-hmm. with freeze dried strawberries. That's at Terran Treats. Oh, wait. Is that like available? Is that available now? No, that's starting on the 23rd. Okay. So, yeah. Where someone posted a picture of that. And I was like, Wah. So, when this comes out, yes, it's available now. When this episode comes out. Okay. There's also going to be an almond cookie churro. That sounds fun. At select outdoor vending carts. So, you don't know which one. Okay, and then there's the press. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a orange ginger churro at the churro cart near the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Okay. There's going to be a dragon fruit churro at Willie's Churros, which is churro rolled in coconut dragon fruit sugar topped with dragon fruit icing. It's that purple. Fun. Mm-hmm. And then they have some novelty. So they'll have a special Lunar New Year stainless steel tumbler, which looks like it has Mushu on it from Mulan. Love Mushu. Oh, yeah. He's cute. And then they'll have a lotus flower flower mm. glow cube <laughs> those are fun in, in the moment yeah and just check out like we always say go on to the disneyparks.disney.go.com for their food blog it is the purple highlight disney eats and you can look at all these foodie guides it's just so much that this would be a whole episode if we talked about every single thing that's on both of these foodie guides I will be getting this almond cold brew from Pim's Test Kitchen, but a lot of the food that I'm seeing, like there's a lot of new foods from last year, but a lot of like good yummy returning ones. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. a lot of things were new. I probably should have said the things that were new. This is why this is Elisa's job and not mine. (laughs) It's okay. I think you did a, a, a pretty good job. I did a decent job. It was very mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) You did fine. You did Woodenbein. So just something to be made aware. If you have a shellfish allergy, I learned last year from the Lunar New Year carts from the uh, cooks behind the scenes. um, A lot of this stuff is cooked in the same kitchen together. So if you are like me and you have a very severe shellfish allergy, just be careful. If anything, make sure you ask if anything was cooked near or with the shrimp because it they went to extensive lengths to ask because I was at one cart where they had shrimp and I was like but what I ordered it was like something that like you know obviously doesn't have shellfish it was all cooked together so just heads up for all my shellfish allergy peeps out there yeah and any like really any severe allergy like if you're worried about Mm -hmm. it like like peanuts yeah. It'd be an issue. Always ask. They literally, I mean, at, at Disneyland, for sure, at these carts, they, I mean, the guy, like, stepped out. He called. He was making phone calls. Like, they really went above and beyond to, at, like, to find out for me. So, just always ask if you have an allergy. Don't be afraid to just mention it and see what they say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. That's great insight. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to talk Run Disney? Yes, tell yes. me about it. I've been like dying to hear. She's been Marco pulling me and texting me, asking me to tell her about it. And I was like, no, we're doing this <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's start with the expo at the Disneyland Hotel. So the Run Disney Expo is essentially where you get like your bib. If you've never run a race before, you get a number. It has your chip in it so that they can track 
like your time. Oh, no way. That's dope. Yeah. So it was at the Disneyland Hotel on property and it opened Thursday and it closed Saturday, like early, not early, like around 3 p.m. on Saturday. So it was open from the first event up until the day before the Disneyland half marathon. So how it went was Thursday, they had the yoga in Disneyland. Friday was the 5K. Saturday was the 10K. And then Sunday was the half marathon. And then it was the end of the weekend. So at the expo, you go upstairs. You have to make sure you've signed your waiver. So we happened to do ours online so we didn't have to worry about it. You pick up your bib and any goodies that they had. And then if you pre-ordered any items, like I pre-ordered a run Disney Jersey. Oh yeah. Yeah. And pins. So I got all that right there where you could have also bought that. If you went downstairs in the convention center of the Disneyland hotel at the expo. So something people were asking me is anyone can go into the expo. Like, you oh that's cool yeah so you can go in there and you can look around and really what the expo is is just a ton of vendors like people like i i don't know what i was expecting but it was like people it was like disney weddings had a booth um like the massage guns had a booth like sports beans like race fuel had booths um fun like race skirts and disney bounding and then even people that you know those people at the mall that do your hair that like ask to do your hair yeah 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 Yeah, they were there they had a booth (laughs) oh my gosh and doing people's hair yeah so like there's everything there but what's really cool that i really enjoyed was they had a lot of different backdrops for you to take pictures of as well as all of the medals from even the walt disney world race weekends and the virtual races that you can get medals for were all on display so it was really cool we probably spent like an hour uh, yeah, I'd say probably only an hour because we didn't stop at every booth. That wasn't the point of why we went there. And yeah. and what they have that's really different is they have the merch shop. And there's actually like a line to get into the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend merch shop. And okay. they had it all organized per race because each race had its own theme. And then they also had a magic key section. And anyone could buy from this merch shop. So we were kind of like, oh, you could totally stolen Valor it and pretend like you ran the race. I should have done that. (laughs) Um, And you could have gotten (laughs) stuff that said like Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend. And it was really cool. They even had stuff from Magic Key Holders uh, for you to purchase. So I got a long sleeve, just like a teal Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend because I had one that I got with the race because whatever race you did, you also got a race t-shirt for that race. And that's what I actually ran the race in. Oh, nice. it was It was Colby and it was a long sleeve. And then I got another long sleeve teal one that said just the Disneyland. It didn't have the distance on it. I just wanted a generic one. Oh, fun. So that was the expo. So you absolutely had to go to the expo in order to get your bib. But like going to the vendors and everything wasn't required. They're in two totally separate locations at the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah, and I think that was about it for the expo. Not much to it. If you went the first day, and I think this is pretty standard even for at the Walt Disney World run Disney races, there's a virtual queue to get into it. Um, Really? Yes, but we went Friday night, like late Friday. I don't think we got to Disneyland Hotel until about 7 p.m. And then we went again around 11 p.m a.m. on Saturday and nothing from the merch shop had sold out yet so 
good to know. I think getting in the virtual queue for Thursday probably was exciting, but I don't think it was necessarily needed because it didn't. They were. I hold on. Let me say they were selling out of mediums. Oh, at the merch okay. Shop. I happened to get like the last medium in the shirt that I bought. So uh-huh. that's one thing. If you're worried about like the size that you like, like if you're a medium and those sell out faster, then maybe go earlier. But I still got exactly what I wanted on the very last day, just like Good. two three hours before the expo closed. So there is a virtual queue, but a lot of people were confused. Even when we were walking around the expo Friday night being like, how do I get in the virtual queue to go to the merch shop? And that's only the first day oh, okay. <laughs> of a run Disney expo weekend. Yeah. So that was that was fun. That was really fun to experience the first time. But I feel like you go to one besides the backdrops. And uh, yeah. No. You're like, yeah, I could skip it. Yeah, you could skip it besides like having to go to get your race number and like your shirts and stuff. Yeah, don't skip that. <laughs> yeah. So when it came to the actual races, so I think the 5K was the biggest hit. The 5K, when I was watching people's stories, looked absolutely incredible. People started and ended in the park. So you started in Disneyland on Main Street, and then you ended at DCA and Pixar Pier. It looked super awesome. They had fireworks going off like yeah, when, their, <laughs> when their race started. Um, it looked like a blast. I actually met up with Katie from the Rope Drop Park Hop podcast in the parks, and she trained for it so she was like this was I don't think it was her first one but she like she wanted to run the three miles for the 5k Uh and she but it seems like this was more of like the one that people did for like to be in the parks when it's not open like and to see the backstage and like see the behind the scenes so it seems as if a lot of people were walking like it was groups of people that were there to like have fun like if you watch people's stories they were still doing the 5k and the counter on it said like over an hour. So like 5k's typically take like anywhere probably around like 30 to 50 minutes and people were in there for like hours because they're taking their time. Because they could. They were being allowed yeah. to take their time. That's and I, I wish I had signed up for the 5k too because when I went through Disneyland for the half marathon, I've been training for this for over six months. I wasn't stopping and taking pictures. I was no. like yeah. I'm, I'm too competitive to stop a race that has a timer on it but yeah it's just who I am as a person okay like I don't that. do you really think you would have been able to just like go with the flow in the 5k I don't think I, you would have <laughs> I think if I knew I think if I was doing the half marathon I would have been able to like both yeah like being like the 5k is for me to like enjoy it and like hang around Disney half marathon then I could have just like kept my head down and gone through because I still slowed down and took videos and stuff when yeah. I was in the park yeah but so the 5k seemed to be the biggest hit when we were there Sunday morning and the announcer was like getting people hyped up for the half marathon at 4 30 in the morning they're saying there's 50,000 people that signed up for the whole for all the events for the half marathon weekend and they were saying there's 15,000 people that did the half marathon so there's like wow. 15,000 of us on this street. Wow. And so then I was like trying to do the math. And I was like, I bet you for the half or for the 5K, it had to have been at least like 25,000 people. Because it was 
packed. Dave from Dave Afornia even did the 5K and he was like, it was just, it was a lot of people. Because it was obviously just the 5K and like way less expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes, way less expensive. So I'm, I really wish they would release or maybe I just needed to go to the beginning of every single race for them to tell me how much, how many people were in each thing. Like how many people did the yoga how many people did the 5k the 10k then there was like the kids the kids race (gasps) you know what i can look this up yeah hold on yes because okay so when you complete your run disney race they send you an email saying like congratulations look up your view official results here i bet you if i looked up for the 5k it would tell me the total too so let's see uh oh nope it only tells me half marathon and 10k dang it well let's see how many people 10k was 6600 okay and then let me check the half marathon to make sure that number was correct so 6600 for the 10k and this is looking like 11,000 rounding up 200 plus 66 that's 17,800 yeah. So, so there's still thirty two thousand two hundred. I bet I would say more than half of that was for the five k, and the rest was for like yoga, the kids, yeah, race, maybe. It was the, to tell you those numbers is just like how many people were doing these races, like, wow. and then so okay, so all the races started at five a.m. and we happened to get placed in the very last corral. And it turns out hearing from a friend that I do the gumball rally with, he actually like had a competitive time for the half marathon. And when you have those times, you have to prove your race time so that you get put in a, like a earlier corral. So they're a, they're alphabetized. So it's a through G. So a is like your faster runners, but he's, he was told by a cast member that there is actually an error in the technology when they're signing corrals and he got put in I believe he got put in D or E. So like a much later one for someone who actually like has a very competitive half marathon time. So the assignments were already pretty messed up. So like Austin got F, I got G, but you can't go up an earlier corral to meet with someone. You can only go back to run with someone. So the problem though was G is at the very end and the street that they did this on Disney way. So if you're like looking at, the back of guardians and you're between the legacy hotel and the anaheim hotel if you're at that light that's uh-huh. disney way that goes all the way back towards like the motel six and like sun coast anaheim we are because it's so many people the g is on a curve so when we tried to go back to the g corral we couldn't see anything that was happening at the front we couldn't hear anything that was happening oh, at the front. that's a bummer yeah and with even though we got there super early, the G crowd was already filled. We couldn't even go in it. And I was like, okay, well, so let's just go up so that we can see what's going on. So like, cause the mayor was talking like Ken Potrock was out there. Like there was a ton of people that were announcing and like characters were out. So we went up towards the front. We were standing to the right of the D corral. So just so that we could see the show. Yeah. So because we did this, when the race started, which you started about, there. <laughs> well, no, because they don't let you cut in. 
Oh. Yeah, so it's 510 when they finally let the A corral go. So we start walking to G. And we are, no kidding, Elisa, the last people (laughs) to get into this corral. So, wow. Yeah, so we don't even cross the start line until 5.45 (gasps) a.m. Is that where they technically start your time? Yeah, so that's when you pass over the start line is where they start your time. So Austin and I are have been training for this. Austin's much faster than me. And I told Austin at the beginning, I said, the only thing I want you to do is I want to run with you through Disneyland. Like, that's my only ask. So I just asked him to run with me as soon as we get out of the Disney park. Like, he can go because he's a, he's just much faster than me. Like, he, the, it is what it is. Yeah. So we start the run and we, everyone's running in the streets. And it's about a mile until you actually get into the Disney park. So we're only running in Disneyland resort like on property for about four miles so that first mile before we got to the backstage like behind california adventure yeah austin and i are running on the sidewalk because all of the participants are running in the street and there's already people that are just walkers which is totally fine like this is a disneyland race i'm not expecting this to be like everyone's taking this seriously this is an experience it's a fun experience Not everyone is as competitive and like trains for things like Austin and I do. So we're running on the sidewalk and I bet you we passed, we had to have passed like a thousand people before we even got to the backstage. Like it was that. Oh my gosh. And just that first like three fourths of a mile. Wow. To a mile around there. Yeah. Cause as soon as we hit backstage, we hit the the first mile marker. So we we went to the backstage and I'm just going to kind of go into details with what happened in the park because I think that's what people are really excited about. Yeah. So we saw like Oogie Boogie Bash parade floats, which was really cool. Oh, like that's where they keep them all year round. I don't know if that's where they keep them. I think that they just staged it as more things for people to see. Yes. So, so we ran into DCA behind guardians. So we're already backstage, but when we actually ran into dca park we were at the back of guardians we came out so like between you know where you exit to get off guardians there's that big door yeah that's where we ran into dca oh fun yeah so was that where yeah yeah yeah. so that's where we. i was like wait hold on and then so we (laughs) ran like towards hollywood boulevard by monsters and then we went it was kind of wonky we went in front of carthay circle and then we turned left to go back into Avengers Campus and took the back way to run down Cars Land. Oh. So it's like they're trying to get, we're weaving around trying yeah. to get as much mileage in the parks as possible. Okay. And so we run up towards Incredicoaster. So we're running along the pier, which is like my favorite spot yeah. in all of DCA. And it's still dark outside because it's so early and it's absolutely beautiful that's the first time I actually stopped to take a video I love and from there we looped around we turned left at Incredic or not Incredicoaster Aerials and then we ran up like Redwood Creek Challenge Trail so Um. and actually it was really fun Chip and Dale were right outside the front and it wasn't a picture opportunity but they gave us high fives so that was a lot of fun the problem, though, is that there is a major choke point. So we, you know where the prop plane is right before yeah. you hit Soren. So that was where we turned to go back to a backstage. 
it, but there's also a mile marker here. And I want to say it was mile marker three. Okay. And we literally stopped for five minutes did not move because it turns out so people are taking pictures at the mile markers which is totally fine but right in that like segue from dca because we go the back lot through to into the esplanade like you know where the fountain is that has the hundred year medallion still like right in front of world of disney okay that's where we entered into downtown disney to go to run through the esplanade to get to disneyland and so right in that like that corridor leading up to world of disney like right when you're leaving dca they also had water stations on both sides of the path oh so you have this super small funnel of people where there's a group (laughs) that's waiting to take pictures in front of the third mile marker yeah there's people that are stopping to get water and powerade lovely and we don't move for five minutes like i timed it i took a video and i was like oh my gosh that was my slowest mile for my whole race (laughs) by by like five minutes like it was five minutes more than my average mile pace like oh my gosh crazy so we ran through the esplanade and then we get into disneyland and i know we're getting like really in the nitty-gritty but so the the lights that they did on main street and the castle and even matterhorn was super cool oh i really loved it it was really pretty i wish i took more time to like slow down and look at it which is why I wish I did the 5k first and kind of like enjoyed the stroll through the parks more because with the half marathon it was I was more on like I trained for this like I actually want to try and do well and and it was my first one and I wanted to be happy with how well I did so I didn't take a second like I wish I did but that's okay yeah it's fine I'm it's fine. I'm telling myself it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah. So we ran through Toontown into Fantasyland, like in between the teacups and Storybook Land canal boats. Was that a big choking point? It, was, it really wasn't because then we went towards the castle. I think so many people had, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that wasn't a choke point. I think there's just still enough room for people to move. There wasn't people that were slowing down for water that it was, was still moving well. So okay. we ran through Fantasyland into the castle, Aww. went towards Frontierland, like to run along Rivers of America to Pirates. And like, um, it wasn't red, but it was a female pirate that was on top of that bridge that's over the top of the queue for Pirates of the Caribbean okay. with Goofy dressed as a pirate. Super oh, cute. Oh, I love that. And even Pluto was there. So I loved that. Cute. So we ran up there and then the four mile marker was at Hungry Bear. I remember that very specifically. <laughs> Good old Hungry Bear. <laughs> yes. And then Galaxy's Edge and Galaxy's Edge, we saw Chewie and Ray on top of <gasps> really? like the droid center yeah so that was really cool love it we went around backstage from galaxy's edge and then out into toontown so that back where like um the like mickey and minnie's houses are you see that door we went into toontown from the backstage there that's where you said was haunted from that one cast member (laughs) mickey's house watch out for it watch out yeah, and then this is where I accidentally ended my run on my watch. <gasps> and luckily I caught it. Like, it was like I was moving my sleeve around and I realized, 
like I popped, like I stopped for a second. I was like, oh no, I think I just hit a button on my watch and I just restarted it again. But I was like, and none of it counts. Oh, I hate the that. first four and a half miles don't even count. But yeah, no. so Toontown was, but it was fine. So actually I wanted to talk about because we started so far in the pack, Austin doesn't do crowds very well. It's just like, uh, um, I don't know how to really describe it, but like it, it stresses him out. And yeah. so he was trying really hard to stay with me. Like I would verbally say to him, like, I'm right behind you. Cause I could tell he was like, he would tense up and start to like look over his shoulder when he was trying to look for me. <laughs> so like I would put my hand on his shoulder to let him know I was behind him. Like when people, cause it's just natural. Like people are going to start like encroaching in on your space as we go in and out of these like more narrow corridors. Yeah. So there's a point when we were running through the backstage right before Toontown where he just turns around and looks at me and I was like, just go. Like, yeah. I, I like waved him forward and I was like, go. And he put on his headphones and that man was gone. Yeah. <laughs> he was gone. He like, he physically <laughs> needed to get out of the area we were at where there were so many people that I was yeah. like, go for it. Like, thank you so much. You spent most of the time with me, but for his sanity, he needed to get out of there. Yeah. But free. It was so funny. I wish I got that on on video because just the look he gave me told me everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, all you needed. Like because okay, the hordes good. of people, Elisa, I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen so many people in one place at one time. It That's was wild. It was absolutely wild. insane. It was crazy. So yeah, so once we got through Toontown, we ran in front of the small world and we went out the backstage like where the parades come through oh yeah yeah so we ran back there it was really cool because that's like where the offices of the cast members that like don't aren't cast members in the park are it's like a green and um purple building that i never realized was a disney building that you can see off of like like the streets of anaheim really yeah i had no idea i'll have to find it on a map and point it out and like send it to you because Kylie had said something to me about that building before, like the day before. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She's like, tomorrow you'll know what I'm talking about. And yeah. And then I was like, there's the building. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So then we went through that and we were right out uh, into Anaheim by the fifth mile. And then I had eight more miles to just run in Anaheim, which was just interesting. I bet. Yeah. I was like yay eight more miles of this but what was actually nice was that felt like I was starting a brand new race oh I bet like all the different like sceneries and yeah because places yeah yeah, the first first five miles was just like looking around and like just trying to dodge get around people and then we got out and I was like okay now I can just like keep my head down and run like now I just run like there's no there's no thinking there's no like trying to observe around me it's it's just doing the hard work and yeah it was I was really impressed with like the community support um out in Anaheim there's a lot of families that are out there supporting the who their loved one that's running there was like high school bands outside how cute yeah it was super cute and then there's even like really funny signs that I I took a picture with one of them I'm trying to find it right now so I can read it verbatim so it said at the seven mile mark it said, if this were Walt Disney World, you'd be done by now. 
because oh, the, how funny. the weekend before they had weather issues. So they cut the half yes. on to only seven miles. Oh, so, did you send it to Dave? Oh, I should have. I told him about it, though, because we met up at the end at the finish line. But yeah, oh so there was, like, there was just really clever signs and people would say, like, you paid for this. <laughs> like, yeah, just like the fun, like just the funniest little things. And I yeah, so that. We ran near the Honda Center and what, where else? Um, the Angel Stadium. We we ran along the the water drainage system. Everyone's re- was really excited about. Yeah, the waterway. People were like, "That's a really big deal. That's super cool." I was like, "Yeah, okay." And Californians, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever you say. But it's yeah. because you can go. I think it's like the bike trail, right? Yeah, it goes all the about. way to the beach. So yeah, like we just side note like grew up in ranch cucamonga like you can take it from ranch cucamonga all the way down to the beach like oh, it's that's super cool yeah it's really cool my husband when he coached uh when he was varsity swim coach that was like one of their like things that they did they rode their bike from the high school to um the beach and they took that pathway the whole oh, way there that's super cool yeah so it's like a like a, oh like southern california like little thing that we Okay, that makes about. more sense because I was like, I'm really excited for you guys and your flinging, flinging bike waterway <laughs> that everyone was so excited about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that it was really cool. I saw Barefoot Elvis, which is a guy that dresses up as Elvis and runs half marathons with no shoes on. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so funny. No. Oh, and I'm then I also... like the streets of Anaheim are not clean. Like, no. no. They sure aren't. It's not like Walt Disney World where like the surrounding area is very beautiful. It's <laughs> they the locals no. I learned called it Anna Crime where we Yeah, were. it's trash. And I was you like lock your doors when you're mm-hmm. driving to Disneyland, get off the freeway. So I was talking with Kylie and Colin and I was like, so because we stayed like huge shout out to Kylie from Trending on Main Street. Her and her husband hosted us for the weekend because we didn't get hotel rooms on time. <laughs> And um, and they were like, no, I don't think you're running through anacrime. And I, when I was running, I was like, no, this is definitely it. This 100%. Is it. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> um, but yeah, huge shout out, shout out to them. They're the best host ever. We're so grateful for them. But yeah, so Sweet. Barefoot Elvis. And then I also saw the running Jack Sparrow. You did? I did. I was like, hi, Jack. Oh, it was so awesome. And Austin was like, that guy runs in that all the time did he run like him the whole time no not the whole time I think he only does it for like spurts but I didn't see him until the finish line he did the 5k too oh my gosh I was just like that's so cool yeah Um, but something I didn't know which I should have but I was just totally in like race mode so Uh Kylie and Colin with their little chocolate lab puppy met with us like right around the 12 mile marker and like cheered us on and so when I saw them I was like okay it's my last mile this is where I empty the tank like I grew up doing 5k's and 10k's with my family like my mom and my sister used to do half marathons literally every single month as I was like in high school and college like I used to go out and support them and this is just like something you do like I grew up your last your last leg of your run you run as fast okay. as you can and if you collapse over the finish line like that that's what you do um, we empty the tank you're not talking about going potty no I mean like 
use the rest of my energy reserves. Oh my gosh. When you said empty the tank, I thought you meant like that's the mile where you go potty. Cause no, (laughs) when we say empty the tank here at home, like we mean to go potty. No, I mean like, I mean like you (laughs) use every last bit of energy you have left for this run. So my last (laughs) mile, um, I was sprinting it. I was literally giving everything I could good like that this is just the mentality that I grew up with like yeah I'm active duty military I'm married to an army veteran like that did this for a living like it's just the mindset that we have and Austin did the exact same thing um so I didn't look cute for my finish line photo okay you um, looked adorable (laughs) I was like oh I guess it was like a total hindsight thing when the pictures loaded I was like oh I was supposed to like smile and wave you're like go go move or get moved didn't even notice that I had a group of friends cheering my name because I like it was almost like the path in front of me opened up and I was like oh I can just haul yeah but across the finish line and try and finish this even faster that is so funny there's that but yeah that's okay That just shows how much you really train and took this serious. Like you were not there for the photo ops and all the fluff. You were literally there to run. I love that about you. Yeah. Yeah. So we took it a little too seriously, but you know, that's perfect. Austin and I both trained at like a mileage pace and we both ran under that mileage pace. Like I was set on doing a certain speed and I ran considerably faster than that even with like all of the backlog we had in the parks like we were Austin and I were very very happy with ourselves we did we we knew like Disneyland half marathon wasn't going to be like a mile like a a, like a milestone run like we just thought it was just going to be like a fun run like we're going to be fine but we ended up running it really fast (laughs) I love that and Austin we said very verbally we're never doing this ever again but Austin was like dang I ran that so fast I want to know how fast I could run just a normal half marathon yeah oh you guys should definitely do like a a regular half marathon yeah so now he's thinking about it and I was like like, shortly after like you're already in the momentum of training might as well Nah, I'm good I love that I'm giving running advice and I didn't even show up. <laughs> no, literally, I went to the gym for the first time this morning since the run. And Austin's like, what are you working on? I was like, it's get strong time. I'm done with this cardio. Like, yeah, there you I'm go. back to lifting weights. I'm back to using what my body was made for, which is there you go. lifting heavy things and putting it back down. Perfect. So, yeah, so that was it. Um, How fun. Yeah, I... I think a lot of people ask me if I'd do it again. I don't think I would. I want yeah. to do one at Walt Disney World. Yeah, actually. that'd be cool. I really want to do one at Walt Disney World. That if you listen to the podcast, it's Idiot's Guide to Imagineering. So okay. it's, it's this team of friends that all met through the DCP, the Disney College Program at Walt Disney okay. World. And so they like, they put out proposals on like in engineering like a reimagining lands or like what disney could do essentially to make something better or like cooler oh that's and so they were like yeah let's all we're all gonna do it the disney world one next year i was like oh you guys are gonna have so much fun they're like no we means you with us and i was like look might as well do it (laughs) 
I know it would be a lot of fun but so I really want to do a Disney World one I don't know if I would do a Disneyland again in a while um I do think it'll probably get better with time this was their first one in seven years yeah and one of my biggest things was there was a lot of just like technical things like the half marathon didn't get any like big fanfare when we started the race like we didn't get fireworks um no I wasn't super impressed with the parking lot they chose to be the finish line um uh it just what was it it was the cast member parking lot behind the legacy oh okay yeah so it just wasn't like super pretty it was just pavement yeah um where before if you look at pictures from the last one they like finished on a street with like trees and it looked like super fun and gorgeous and yeah it was just like weird and the metal is absolutely amazing I loved the merch the theming was great like that was good I think they just have some technical difficulties to work through which is going to come with not hosting something this big for this in seven years right so yeah and and I think like you and I were talking, this is in a town. Like it's not yes. at a resort. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like at Walt Disney World where like they have all that land and just it's beautiful over there. Like it's gorgeous at Walt Disney World. At Disneyland, it's not like that. You're literally in like the city. You're in the uh, city. like Anaheim and it's streets and congestion and businesses and homes and it's not when people think like a Ren Disney event, like, like you said, you were barely in Disneyland. You were only there for like, you know, a quarter of the time. So that has to be hard too, to have that many people <laughs> yes. going in and out and then mm-hmm. ending up on the streets and then back. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't sound like it's ever going to be probably as good as the Walt Disney world. No. Event. And, and they definitely did like the, the start line was super amazing when you finally got to it. Um, <laughs> besides that, we didn't get fireworks. That did actually really hurt my feelings. I was like, I'm about to start running 13 miles and I don't get freaking flares. Are you Please. sure there wasn't fireworks? Like maybe you just didn't see them because you were so far in the like far behind corral. No, because we went up ahead to watch everything. Oh, yeah. And then Bummer. the finish line was really cool and we got. So when we finished, they handed us our medals. We got bananas. We got a huge snack box. We got the, what are those called? Mylar blankets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and they had like even more photo opportunities at the end. So they did it well. I think there's just like a lot of things that needed to be improved. But I also asked Austin to take a study break and come and tell us his perspective for five minutes. Okay. (laughs) How did you feel about the Disneyland race? Um, definitely not a run you want to actually, like, do well, do well in. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I told them. As I said, it's not like for you to run your first half marathon if it's like a super serious, like, like we took it as soon as we started running. (laughs) Yeah, I started running and I was like, man, I tried way too hard to be stuck behind all these people. Yeah. So I had to juke around a bunch of people for the first four miles, and then we got out of the parks and then turned it on. But there you go. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely like more of a spectacle for people who wanted to go and take pictures and mm-hmm. 
see the characters and it was cool to go like behind the scenes a little bit to kind of go from like park to park um that's fun what was your favorite part of the whole thing um the finish (laughs) (laughs) well what about it was like why was that your favorite part i was done just finishing (laughs) like um was there anything that you saw like when you were in the parks that you're like oh that's so cool no, I think he was so distracted mm. by the crowds. It was cool to see like some of the floats back behind. Like mm-hmm. you saw the Nightmare Before Christmas floats, mm-hmm. wherever that the, was. It, it was the Oogie Boogie Bash floats. Yeah, yeah. I like blacked out halfway through. So I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's compartmented. I think for Austin, he's probably not even thinking about this, but I think the best part of the weekend was it was a Disneyland trip, but instead of the focus being in the parks, we made the focus like we're here for the run and then because we were staying with Kylie and Colin, it was like a focus on fostering that friendship more. I love that. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't like a, even though we did go hard in the parks after the race, which he which begrudgingly did, but super good for our recovery. Super good for our yeah. recovery. We weren't sore more than 24 hours after the which race. Was surpri- good. Yes. Yeah. Which was really good because we kept moving. Because as yeah. soon as, like, when you run the 13 miles, you think, like, oh, I'm just going to sit the rest of the day. I'm exhausted. But no, you we, can't. You can't. Like, we were in the parks from 2.30 until 11 p.m. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 50,000 Your body's steps like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is where I die. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that was more of Austin's highlight about the run was that we, it wasn't like a, we're going to ride all the rides trip it was a we came here to do something that we trained for and then we also get to cultivate a meaningful relationship with with the couple that we really enjoy spending time with yeah and we ate a lot of food Mm -hmm. that's That's the best (laughs) gotta fuel that body up guilt free yeah the only thing that the only thing that miss that was missing was we didn't see elisa i know we'll blame dan a hundred percent. Just kidding. But what well, Austin would you do it again? Um, I would like to do another half marathon. I probably will not choose a Disney half marathon. I'll do a Disney World. Yeah. See, you guys both have to do it. He's doing the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Gotta go. Gotta do it. Yeah. So yeah. we we talked to Dave from Dave California after we crossed the finish line, and Dave was like, "Promise, trust me." the Walt Disney World experience is way different than this one. So that made me be like, okay, I could do that again. But the problem with the the Disney World one is we'd have to go days before to get used to the time change and to get used to the humidity and it'd be a totally different game change. It's it's still in the winter, right? They have multiple. They have like three different series all year. If we're to do one, it's got to be in the winter. In the winters? The winters. Like, because they did one right before the week we did one. Yeah. That got and they only were able to run half of it. Yeah. Half of a half mare. Half oh. of a half. Yeah, only in the only in the winter. Only in the it's winters. too hot there in the Floridas. In the Floridas? Yeah. Yeah, I'd run like five minutes and faint, be with the alligators. Oh, totally. Would not be, <laughs> not be <laughs> for me. I'm just going to sacrifice myself. <laughs> yeah. It's too hot. Like, don't, don't save me. Just keep going. <laughs> This is where this is where I end. Taking the gators. <laughs> <laughs> do you have do you have anything else you want to say about the run? No. 
You like the metal. Yeah, the metal is cool. It's pretty metal. The metal's pretty metal. It's pretty pretty metal. Pretty metal. Mm-hmm. What a dark... I like your pretty metal. <laughs> pretty metal. Okay. That was a solid five minutes of Austin. You can go and do what you're gonna do now. I'm gonna go brush my teeth and go to bed. Okay, good night. Awesome. Good night, night Austin. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Hannah's recording studio is our bed because it has the best Wi-Fi in the whole house. So is mine. <laughs> Woo! Okay, yeah. Oh, and the only other thing I wanted to mention was I tried the Huckleberry Mint Julep. And? It was not super great. The OG is way better. Yeah. Yeah. I had a feeling. I was disappointed. It wasn't sweeter. Like, I thought it was going to be more sweet. It was just kind of, it kind of dulled the taste of the mint julep. Oh, interesting. Well, now you know. Now I know. Yeah. Okay. And I was actually thinking when this goes, I'm going to do a story recap on my stories for the half Disneyland half marathon, because there's a ton of stuff that I took pictures of and like me, like just talking on a video that I never posted on Instagram. So yeah, make a reel. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll do the reel for the podcast, but then I'll also um, just share all of my little like comments and things yeah. that I saw for the perfect. Half marathon. Are you going to read a review? yes let's read a review i even had one pulled up so one year ago this review is from spreck s-p-r-e-c-h-e-k spell it again s-p-r-e-c-h-e-k spreck sounds sounds good to me you added it i like it (laughs) i just thrown out consonants now yes so this is titled brings magic to my soul love it already and Mm. spreck says this podcast brings magic to my soul i've only just started listening but i seriously feel like i'm just sitting down with my girlfriends laughing and talking all things disney such a good uplifting vibe and absolutely love all the tips and advice can't wait to keep listening with the heart emoji and the, the hand hearts Oh, millennial hand heart. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully we're not butchering like your last name. Like oh we're gosh. sorry. <laughs> Seriously. I am so sorry. That's such a sweet review. I love hearing when people say they feel like they're sitting and talking to us. Mm-hmm. It's like the best compliment. I agree. That is super awesome. I love it. I so love it. I love well, it too. Thanks everyone for listening. And we hope you have a great week. Don't forget to sign up for the giveaway. Woop, woop, pew, pew, pew. <laughs>